It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the other side of midnight. I'm Frank Morano. Uh, there are just really horrible images uh, that we're seeing out of Mississippi and Alabama with the uh, horrible tornadoes and storms in in those places. Here are some uh, residents in central Mississippi talking to uh, CBS about some of the storm damage that they experienced. We lost everything, but we got our life. I've been living here since I married my wife. When I heard that loud crack, but then when it was over with, I realized it was that tree. I kind of took my legs and everything into one ball. And then instincts, you just balled up. I just balled up to try to get into the tightest corner. Well, here to help us break that down and a lot of other weather-related news, which has been significant and weird, depending on where in the country you happen to be, is uh, the world's most famous weatherman, legendary TV and radio weather voice, and the man who said to hello to scores, millions of New Yorkers each and every day on TV for many years and uh, has said hello to many Californians on the radio for many, many years, the one and only Lloyd Lindsay Young. Lloyd, it's great to have you back. Frank, thank you so much. Hello, everybody, nationwide. Frank, it's a privilege to be on the other side of midnight. It's been a while, but boy, do I have a lot to tell you about. All right, let's let's discuss the real sad stuff that happened in Mississippi and Alabama. We have atmospheric rivers that are going coast to coast. As a matter of fact, before I get to Mississippi and Alabama, Frank, number 14 is getting ready to batter all of California, the Golden State, where we even had a tornado near Los Angeles. So get that in a minute. But these rivers of air are colliding with warm Gulf moisture, and these rivers are very cold. We even had sub-zero temperatures earlier this month. So when you get cold semi-Arctic air mixing with warm Gulf Stream air, unfortunately, you get severe thunderstorms. And tragically, sometimes they get carried away and become tornadoes. Now, a couple of these tornadoes that hit rural Mississippi were EF4 on the Puhita scale, Puhita scale, which is the worst possible damage you can imagine. If anybody has seen the videos, it looks like a hydrogen bomb has gone mm. off in a couple of these Mississippi towns. Keep in mind, the poverty level, unfortunately, is in Mississippi is the lowest in the United States. And now these poor people literally have lost a couple of their towns. It's been a crazy year. And tragically, there's more to come. I hate to be the forecaster of gloom, God willing, it won't be quite as bad, but there are tornado watches as we speak right now, Frank, in western Georgia. Doppler radar is showing intense thunderstorms east of Birmingham, approaching the Mississippi-Alabama line. So it's really, really deadly stuff. As a matter of fact, I can go all the way back to January that shows you how real climate changes. There were even tornadoes east of Houston, Texas, and all along the Gulf Coast. So, Frank, yeah, it's a real tragedy. Uh, probably, as a matter of fact, it's so severe 
I think most of the network anchors, David Muir, et cetera, Lester Holt, they're literally going to Mississippi live to report later today, Monday. Mm. So, yeah, Frank, it's a real tragedy. It really is. And this this winter has been unbelievable. Now, I know it's officially spring. So other than the tornado, did you want to ask me specifically well, any more info well, on these horrible tornadoes? And uh, I want to get to a few other things. Well, do we have a, an idea of exactly how deadly these tornadoes were as it stands now? Yes. Well, the death count, uh, tragically, they're saying at least 25. But unfortunately, it's going to go up because there are, I think there are at least five to ten more people Hopefully no more than that, buried in the rubble. I mean, they're literally mm. digging these people out. And once again, I mean, this this particular, these tornadoes in Mississippi are the worst I've seen in many, many years. And uh, do it's we, tragic. Do we it's have tragic. any, oh no, absolutely. Uh, do we have any idea what might have been, what might be the cause for this uptick in tornado activity? Or is just is this just one of those things that just happens? Well, here's the thing, Frank. The overall winter, I know it's officially spring now, but I can go all the way back to the 1st of December. On New Year's Eve, south of Sacramento, California, on a major interstate, two people drove into several feet of water and drowned. And the next day, people had to be picked up. Now, where I'm going with this the jet stream, which, after all, all of the weather is manufactured in the upper atmosphere, the jet stream has been all messed up since uh, December 1st. And, gosh, I mean, California, for example, in the Sierra Nevada, the, the heaviest snowfall in recorded history going back to the late 1800s, Donner Pass, everybody has heard of that, more than 700 inches of snow this year. More than 800 inches of snow in the southern Sierra. Even Disneyland had snow flurries. Who ever heard of that? And then I mentioned that tornado warning that was issued for Los Angeles. And uh, Now, luckily, there were no serious injuries, but 10 or 11 buildings in Montebello, a suburb of L.A., suffered damage. So, Frank, it all has to do with a very, very intensive jet stream. And even over in Hawaii, several airplanes well, experienced severe turbulence, and there was one going into Honolulu that threw in, flew into a severe thunderstorm and injured 16 people. It was Hawaiian Airlines, 16 people seriously injured. They called every available ambulance in Honolulu. Frank, let me say this. In my career, and I've been following this, I'm obsessed with weather, as you know. I never ever remember a season quite like wow. this. Wow. Uh, wow. That's saying uh, saying quite a bit. Lloyd, if a commuter, I know you mentioned that uh, tornado watch, and we're talking with uh, legendary weatherman Lloyd Lindsay Young. Very grateful to have him on the program. You mentioned that uh, tornado watch in the uh, Birmingham area. How much notice does a community have that there might be a tornado in their area? And has that sort of notification system improved with technology over the years? That's a great question, Frank. Yes, it has. As to how much notice, now keep something in mind. I'll answer that in just a second. How much notice? Well, the National Weather Service, either by spotter report, law enforcement report, Doppler radar issued what's called it, so a watch is upgraded to a warning. Now, in these small rural communities throughout the Deep South, sirens go off. If you have a weather radio, it will go off. 
the answer, unfortunately, is just a matter of a few minutes. Mm. So, for example, a lot of people who live in Tornado Alley, which is Oklahoma and around the Dallas, Texas area, have tornado cellars, and they go literally into the cellars. But unfortunately, these rural communities, most of the homes in places like Alabama, Mississippi, and Georgia, away from the metropolitan areas, I'm not talking about Atlanta, I'm talking about rural Georgia, they don't have tornado cellars. And what was so horrible about these tornadoes that hit Mississippi, they happened at night, and unbelievably, one of them went, traveled, 110 miles, which is very, very rare. It's like a tornado train. And, you know, it, 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 very little warning. And, and people have got to learn to take them seriously. The good news is that they're not like hurricanes that infect a large geographical area. But, boy, the, where they hit, sometimes they can be absolutely horrendous. So, you know, but, yes, the technology has improved. Uh, in general, I think it's better than it was, but it's still very dangerous. All right. What else is happening weather-wise around the country, Lloyd, that uh, our listeners should be aware of and uh, worth taking a look at and taking notice of? Well, a little of it is kind of humorous. For example, uh, Palm Springs, California, a, a real ritzy uh, town where, well, people go there from Southern California to warm up. Wrong. It was a financial disaster. It's been cold all winter and spring. For example, Palm Springs should be in the 80s. Well, they were in the 50s. Uh, another place, Lake Tahoe, a very famous skier. There were a week, a week or more, you couldn't even, not only couldn't you get there, the ski resorts were actually closed because the lifts were buried in snow. Also, big one, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose, California, the winds up to 88 miles an hour, so strong, the major airports had to close. I've never seen that before. And a semi-truck was blown over on one of the major bridges across San Francisco Bay. And tragically, there were, I think, five or six deaths, five deaths in the Bay Area. Thousands of trees fell down which is unprecedented. Another bizarre thing, a lot of roofs have collapsed on many of the resorts in the Sierra Nevada. And it was another tragedy. Unfortunately, in the dead of winter, well, there were fatalities. Some of the elderly people in the mountains of Southern California were digging out of 10 feet of snow. They couldn't make it. They ran out of food. They ran out of medicine. The National Guard was supposed to go in there and rescue them, and they failed at that. So, yeah, it's just been the most bizarre season. When will it end? Well, all of our long-range computer models keep the West unusually cool. Now, let's talk about the Northeast, Frank. New York City, exactly where you're sitting. Normal snowfall, 38 inches. You've had three or four. See how crazy things are? Oh, yeah. It's all cockeyed and <laughs> mixed up, you know. And Lloyd, I, you know, that's the next thing I was going to ask you about, why uh, New York had such an unseasonably warm winter, at least when it came to snowfall. And uh, for well, a lot of people, that answer is quite obvious. A lot of people are quick to point out, well, this is just what happens when you have uh, climate change and when you have the earth gradually warm. warm and I know that can be sort of a controversial topic, and I don't want to ask you to wade into anything that's overly controversial that you may not want to comment on. But do you have an opinion on on climate change and whether it's affecting weather in places like New York? 
Definitely. Climate change is real. And I'm not being political. Al Gore mentioned it in 2013. You know, I don't have any strong opinions either way on him personally, but I'll tell you one thing. Climate change is definitely real. Iceberg, well, ice is melting in Greenland. Even in Antarctica, ice is melting. So, yeah, okay, getting back specifically to the Northeast, Philadelphia, New York. Well, ridges of high pressure maintain. The jet stream is nowhere near the Northeast. So that's why New York City has had their a record-breaking low snow season. I mean, come on. The, as I mentioned, the normal 38 inches has been three or four. I mean, you know, of course, Buffalo. Now, that was another one. Buffalo was just buried in lake-effect snow. That was another disaster. But uh, fortunately for uh, the I-95 corridor, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, New York, Boston. Boston got some. But, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, the tri-state area, very lucky. Is it over? Probably. And keep something else in mind. Major League Baseball begins Thursday. Will there be rainouts on the West Coast? Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> you know, and will there be snowouts in Denver? Maybe. So, uh, yeah, it's just so – a good rule of thumb. If one coast is wet and cold, the other one is warm and dry and vice versa, except this season – it's been exceptionally strong, exceptionally strong. Oh, and by the way, by the way, the Farmer's Almanac called for a dry, mild winter in the West. Wrong, <laughs> wrong, wrong. It's as fictional as a $3 bill. Yeah. Uh uh, Lloyd, uh, on a on a more positive note, and I, I always like to uh, have at least a dose of positivity whenever we speak because sure. you have such positive energy. In the New York area, it was delightful this weekend. Uh, on Sunday, Ooh. I walked around short sleeves, no jacket, got to enjoy yeah. a leisurely walk with my wife and son, and not to mention a cigar. I'm curious, uh, what are we in store for weather-wise in the Northeast, at least for the short term? In the short term, I see a continuation of above normal temperatures, drier than normal, and here it is late March. Uh, who knows, Frank, any hopes of snow may be out the window. After all, the uh, Yankees are getting ready to open up at the San Francisco Giants on Thursday. We can't have snow outs for that. No, I think you're out of the woods as far as snow goes. After all, April 1 isn't that far away, and I'm not April fooling about that. <laughs> you have dodged a bullet, young man. The tri-state area has escaped old man winter. Old man winter has passed away for uh, 22-23, as far as the Northeast goes. Lloyd, uh, you are a delight, not only a weather authority, but one of the best broadcasters I've ever had the privilege to to know. And uh, a week or so ago, when someone asked me if I was the program director of WABC, what would I do? I mentioned bringing on board Lloyd Lindsay Young would be uh, w close to the top of my priority list. You make every radio station you're on better, every radio show you're on better, and it's a joy to talk to you, my friend. Thank you. One final thing. I, I really miss being on the air on a regular basis when it's like this. Yeah, you know, most weather people, we don't like tragedy, but we like wild weather. Frank, it's been an honor and a privilege, and I hope to be with, the, uh, with you again 
On the other side of midnight, Absolutely. one of the greatest radio programs in America. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Lloyd. I appreciate that. 800-848-9222. If you want to comment, that's 800-848-9222. That is the great Lloyd Lindsay Young. And I'm sincere. I, I mean that. Um, that uh, Lloyd would be a great addition to, uh, to not just WABC, but any of our affiliates, WCBM, Nevada Talk Radio Network. If you're in need of a serious Weatherman with great bona fides, KB, KBYR in, uh, in Anchorage, WUCT in, uh, in Nashville, 100 uh, percent, I think he would be a huge asset. We'll take your calls in a moment. 800-848-9222. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight. 